Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the owner and broker of San Diego Brokerage, Danny Davis. His website is sandiegobrokerage.com. Danny, welcome to the show. Hey, Jen. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, really excited to be chatting with you considering that you are in San Diego and I lived there for 20 years and I just, I kind of miss it. Uh, you just told me that the weather right now is like in the mid seventies, which is like perfect San Diego weather. Um, so that's it's it. Gorgeous. I'm just, gonna, just expressing my envy <laughs> for your well, situation you should, right now. You should, be, you should be envious. I don't think there's a better place in the world to live, to be honest with you. It's <laughs> 70 degrees outside. The water is crystal clear. We've got Santa Ana winds keeping it warm and there's uh. a great swell in the water. So Oh, that just, that sounds like my jam. You know, I'm over here at uh, Virginia Beach and I was telling you uh, offline that I feel like it's like San Diego because there's still very much that military town. Um, the only sure. difference is that there's the four seasons that I have to deal with. But other than that, right. it's actually nice. Like people are very hospitable and and kind out here. And I know you were out here as well because uh, you had served and were out here at one point in your service. The only difference is we don't get snow on our beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, uh, Danny, uh, like I said, really excited to chat with you today um, just because you're in San Diego and it just, I just feel that familiarity, I think, in talking to you. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about your brokerage, San Diego Brokerage. For people that are hearing about it for the first time, um, what do you do and who do you like to serve? So I'm a, I, San Diego Brokerage is a real estate brokerage. So a, a brokerage, just in case people don't know, is like an umbrella company. Like you have uh, Pacific Sotheby's or Coldwell Bank or Remax, those type of things. Mm -hmm. And those were companies that I was with um, before I started my own brokerage. And, you know, I've been doing this almost two decades now. And mm -hmm. just, I wanted to create my own culture. I wanted to be able to authentically engage with my clients without having the, the stigma of this bigger brokerage. So I wanted to create a boutique brokerage where I still have agents that work under my brokerage, but we have the same desire to create a culture and have authentic relationships with our clients. Mm -hmm. I love that. Can you talk a little bit about, and you know, not to bash on the bigger brokerages or anything, but like, mm -hmm. what do you feel like is the biggest difference that you get to do? Um, I know you mentioned like authentically engage and build that culture, but what does that look like in practice? So I started out, um, which I think everybody should start out on a team. And that was with a, a larger brokerage um, in La Jolla. And that was with Remax. And it was, it was fine. It was a great place to start. And then I went to Keller Williams. And, um, you know, they have like a recruiting aspect to their business where the more people you get under their brokerage, the more they pay you. And you're starting mm -hmm. to get a lot more brokerages that are doing that nowadays where they, it's more of almost like a pyramid and yeah. um, it, it, it makes it more about the agent than it does about the client. And mm -hmm. what, what I teach and what I expect our culture to be in the agents that are hanging their license under my brokerage. I mean, we are client forward. It's, it's about mm -hmm. the client, you know, uh, there's a saying in our business where you can spot um, an agent that is all about them 
right off the bat. And we actually call it commission breath because they don't care about their client. Yeah. They're doing anything <laughs> because real estate, it's a hundred percent commission. If you don't sell a house or help a buyer um, buy a house, then you don't get a check. And the mm-hmm. average agent in San Diego only sells four houses a year. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty hard to survive. You know, San Diego, the cost of living is extremely expensive. Right, right. And the competition, there are 18,000 licensed real estate agents in San Diego County. Wow. You know, it's yeah. crazy because when I was in San Diego, I remember um, about a decade ago when I started uh, networking for business, um, I swear like every every like networking group I was a part of, there was always like five realtors. <laughs> like it was either realtors or yeah, either realtors, mortgage or like insurance people, you know, like well, it just seemed like my all world. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I didn't even know that number, like 18,000 licensed uh, real estate agents. I didn't even know that, but yeah. you know, it's, it's San Diego. Like, I mean, how, I, of course, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really is. And like I said, the average agent sells four houses a year, which mm-hmm. makes it extremely difficult to deal with somebody who's not doing it full time. Like yeah. our, our purchase agreements and um, our contracts change constantly. California Association of Realtors is constantly adapting mm-hmm. um, their, their contracts. And it's funny because like January 1st of this year of 2020, our mm-hmm. contracts changed. Mm-hmm. I just received an offer on one of my listings and it was from the old, old contract. So that tells me that that agent hasn't sold a house in over a year. Wow. People are, they trust real estate agents and, and brokerages with the, with their largest commodity. Most of the time, the, the most money that they're ever spending or the most money that they're ever making. Mm. So it's, it's imperative that you choose somebody that number one, does it full time. And number two, um, it's their profession. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. That reminds me of, um, a lot of my friends who were, um, let's say like stay at home spouses who were like, Oh, I'm going to get a real estate license, you know? And, uh, and so I found that very common in San Diego. (laughs) It's, it's so crazy because our market has ebbs and flows, right? And when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it's, it's tough. So, um, you know, when the market is booming, like we're in a hot market right now. So mm. lack of inventory, low inventory and extremely low interest rates. Mm-hmm. So supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a listing right now, the likelihood is that it's going to sell, but it's extremely difficult to work with buyers. But mm. my point is going back to what you were saying is you, you go out to a restaurant during the bad times and you talk to talk about real estate with your server or your waiter. And they're like, Oh, I'm a real estate agent too. But right. <laughs> right now I'm a server because the market's bad. And when the market picks back up, I'll go back into real estate full time. Yeah, no, it's so fascinating. Um, but I really love how you stress the importance of, and you said it, um, I like this phrase that you said, you're very client forward. Sure. Um, and so give us a, a case study, Danny, of let's say maybe like a, a typical client that walks into your office and wants to work with you. How does that, what does that process look like for them from the beginning till the very end, whether they buy or sell a house? Okay. So um, number one, what we try to do is we try to, our, our company tagline is our goals are simple. They're, they're yours. Mm. So we identify their goals. We identify exactly what they want. And then we set a path on how they're going to get there. Mm. And a lot of times, like I just had a conversation with um, a guy yesterday. He just, I, I sold him a house about a year ago. Great guy. They just had a baby. Amazing. He got his contractor's license mm-hmm. and he um, wants to go look at land. 
Mm-hmm. And he hasn't developed a house or anything like that yet. But he wants to go look at land. And I stopped him and I said, hey, let's get some, let's get some experience under your belt before we go out starting looking at land. Because the land that he wanted to buy was in Rancho Santa Fe, which is in a very affluent area here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And you had an HOA fee of $600 a month just on the land. Mm-hmm. Then you have the carrying cost of the land before you can get permits or anything like that to build. So... Um, so every client's story is a little bit different, but we try to dig deep and and find out exactly what they want their end game to be. And then we formulate a game plan from start to finish on how that's going to look. And we share that with them. We communicate with them. We draw it up. Here is your game plan. This Mm -hmm. is how we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And we simply follow the steps and we'll adapt it, you know, as the market changes or as finances changes or as things change, but just communication. It's a lot of, a lot of people will get like a a lead from one of these uh, big websites like Zillow or something like that. And Mm -hmm. they'll say, Oh great. You want to buy a house? Um, Let's hop in the car and go look at it. Mm -hmm. And then the, the buyer, if they're a first time buyer, second, third time buyer, you know, they, they don't remember the process as much as, as much as I do, because I do it every day. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, you can see they're kind of like lost in their mm-hmm. eyes. So you have to make sure that you educate your clients first. So they know you're on the same path with them. You're holding hands with them throughout the entire process. Yeah. I, I like that. Cause it's, um, you make them feel safe in a way. It's like, Hey, this is what's going on. And this is how, Oh, we need to pivot a little, but this is why we need to pivot. Um, and I think it makes the whole process, uh, less intimidating. Cause you know, these, uh, your clients are making the biggest decisions of their lives, right? <laughs> the biggest the investments most, of their lives, the most money they've ever spent and the most money that they'll ever make it. And you have to, you have to take that seriously. Mm-hmm. And when our market crashed in like, Oh, 2000, four, five, and six, it was uneducated buyers getting bad loans, basically. It mm-hmm. was, um, you know, they were doing 100% finance interest-only loans with um, a three-year adjustable rate mortgage. And I, I saw that all the time where people would buy a house. And, you know, once once an agent sells a house, a lot of times they're gone. They're moving mm-hmm. on to the next person. Well, I want to be in my client's life forever. I want to help them grow. Um, yeah grow wealth through real estate. And I would see people, they'd say, oh, I bought my house six months ago and I've got $60,000 in equity. So I took out a home equity line of credit. What do you think of my new car? Uh, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. You're like, you know, no. That's, that's not what you're doing this for. And then the market <laughs> ebbs and flows. Everybody wants to um, sell at the top and everybody wants to buy at the bottom. Well, when you are on an adjustable rate mortgage or something like that and the market dips mm-hmm. and you're, interest rate goes up, people were just leaving their keys under the, under the mat and kind of walking away. And a lot of that was because of bad advice. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we could definitely learn a lot from that time. <laughs> um, like, absolutely. It's like the biggest, like not to do <laughs> in <Exactly>. real estate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, um, one thing, one thing I have here in my notes, uh, Danny, is that one thing like the base of your business, the way that you've been able to be sustainable is through return clients and referrals. And so that just kind of, um, the fact that I kind of shared that, uh, what you shared about how you're about, you want to be a part of your client's lives, like, you know, from the moment they buy their house to maybe their next house to whatever, um, I think is the reason why, you know, you are, you are successful and and sustainable, especially in one of, I think the hardest places to sell real estate, San Diego. Right. Right. I, you know, and, and that is um, 
repeat business and client referrals is was 100% of our business in 2020. And I am extremely mm. proud of that. Not yeah. that we don't do a lot of marketing and advertising, um, uh, you know, on, on the major sites and in magazines and uh, all over the internet and things like that. But just to have our client base return to us year after year or refer people that they care about yeah. to us because they, they trust us. That's something yeah. that I am extremely proud of. Yeah. And you should be, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good business when, you know, your business comes back for more or they right. refer business your way. Right. Um, yeah. 2020 was definitely, or is definitely um, a, a, a strange year. <laughs> You know, for a lot, <laughs> for a lot of people, and you know, I feel fortunate and being on the show to have interviewed people who just knew how to pivot. And so, in addition to what you were sharing um, about repeat business and referrals, I mean, to me, I feel like that's a result. Of, like, I feel like you built up to that, right? Yeah. As a realtor, like it's not like you waited till 2020 and then you were able right. to get that. And so, what are some lessons that you want to share, you know, with realtors um, who want to get into, or people who want to get into this industry of real estate, um, and you know, had dealt with something like 2020, <laughs> you know, right. what advice do you want to pull from that, that they could benefit from moving? Well, forward? there's, there's a couple different answers in that question. So advice that I can give to, to agents that want to get repeat and um, referral business mm -hmm. is put yourself in your client's shoes and, and take excellent care of your clients. Don't get lazy. Don't um, put yourself first. Mm -hmm. If you put your clients first, and even if it doesn't seem right at the time to your clients, like I've, I've told clients that you love this house, but don't buy it. Now's not mm. the time. Or, um, you know, you can get a better loan or th there's just certain circumstances and they come back and they're like, gosh, could you imagine if we bought that house? You know, cause like lack of inventory, here's a story just yeah. the other day in La Jolla, um, lack of inventory. So buyers are, um, have a very small pool of homes to choose from, mm -hmm. but with interest rates being so low, it's almost free money, mm -hmm. right? You can, you, your, your loan is extremely low interest rate. And so this family of four husband, wife, and two small toddlers, we went and looked at a house in La Jolla and it was on a busier street, a double yellow line street. So it was kind of like a thoroughfare, but mm -hmm. still a million and a half dollar house and mm -hmm. amazing. But I just said, you guys think about this. If that front door is open and you turn, you turn around for a second, are you going to be going, Oh my gosh, where's the kids? Are they in the front yard? Cause it, you know, it was just mm. like grass sidewalk, busy street. So they really wanted to write an offer. And I said, let's just think about it. Let's, let's sleep on it. I called the agent. He doesn't have any other offers. They called me back the next day and they were like, that's why we work with you. Thank you so much. We talked about it last night. Yeah. We shouldn't buy that house. And I didn't get paid. I didn't get a commission, but they respect the fact that yeah. I had their best interests at heart. Yeah. And I think so, that pays off in the long run. You know, they'll yeah. probably think of you again in the future. Right. Right. And well, I'm still working with them and, mm. and I almost solidified my relationship with them because they knew that I cared about them more than I cared about getting a commission check. I really so like the first, how you that's oh, the sorry. First, Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's the first part of, of the answer is to, to really authentically care about your clients, like mm -hmm. put their best interests first, even if it means taking a backseat. If you, if you're not getting a commission now, at some point you're gaining, you're gaining their trust and they will refer you and you will get repeat business from them. Mm -hmm. The second part of your question is, um, the, the dumpster fire of 2020 that we're in right now. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I get uh, it's it's hard if you're coming into real estate in 2020 if -hmm. you're just coming into it because of uh, you know it's unprecedented times. People are people are scared. People are concerned with um, what's what's happening and what's going to happen. So um, as far as getting into real estate in 2020, make sure you have a full-time job or make sure you have another stream of income. When I first started real estate over two decades ago, I actually had three jobs and my real estate license. And that's what it took for me. I did that for probably two years. Uh, so the first thing that you said that I was on the front yard and then you're like, wait, where are my kids? You know, like just giving them that visualization that they can send and really decide like, can I hear like, will this be a safe space, safe environment? I really like that. I think it's such a example um, to show like how you authentically care about them. It's not just like you said, it's not just about selling the house, but it's like, you know, making sure that they live there for a long time and, and, and feel safe there, you know, so that they can vouch for you and say, yeah, they helped us, you know, Danny helped me envision my future here. And now I can see my future here or I can't. And because of that, I'm choosing to go somewhere else and he's still going to help me, you know, visualize that. Right. Right. So that that was the first thing I thought that really go ahead. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you have to, you have to include morals and ethics in your business practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then the second thing is, um, I like how you really encourage people to have a full-time job. (laughs) Cause I think that, you know, when people get into business, they feel like they need to take the leap, you know, and like go all in and burn all bridges. But especially I think if you are starting at at an odd time, like 2020, it is realistic to say like, you know, Hey, get a full-time job. Um, it's, it's okay to do that. And then to build your business, real estate business on the side with the primary goal of building that trust and building that authenticity uh, with your clientele. Right. But like you, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, you know, you knew a lot of like stay at home moms who had their real estate license Mm -hmm. and, and that's totally fine. If you don't need a study income coming in, Mm -hmm. then you can take that leap. You can, you know, Mm. do real, try to do real estate full time. But myself starting out, I was, I was a single and young and real estate's 100% commission. So Mm -hmm. if you, you know, don't have a steady stream of income coming in and you're not selling houses, then you're not getting any money and you know, you're not, you're not eating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I know one of my good friends always told me, she's all like, she's like, be in business now because you're young and you don't have kids. (laughs) Like you can't get your health back. Like as you get older. And I was like, I was like, Oh, good thing. I've been messing around this space for like a decade and I still don't have kids. So it's (laughs) fine. Um, but no, Danny, I feel like you uh, dropped a ton of knowledge today and a lot of wisdom and inspiration, I think to our fellow realtors or those aspiring to be realtors. Um, you know, is there anything else before I shift gears here and wrap up, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about San Diego brokerage? Um, I do, I, I, you know, as, as well as authentically engaging with our clients, I also, um, I also want to say how, how much we support our community. Like I, my office is in Encinitas, California and I, uh, in Encinitas, San Diego and, and I live in Encinitas, but um, we give back a lot to our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the step program that we're involved in right now because we have our um, food distribution and toy and food drive going on right now. Mm-hmm. Step is called support the enlisted program. It's um, it gives back to military families that are in need. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a veteran. I am a veteran from 17 to 21. I was in, in the army and that's what took me to Virginia actually. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, these, I just, I just did a video where the military being in the military is the third least paying occupation in the United States. And on the flip side, it's the third most dangerous occupation that you can have in the United States. Mm-hmm. And Somebody starting out in the military, their average annual salary is between twenty to forty thousand dollars a year. And living in San Diego, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And you throw COVID into the situation where maybe you have kids and the kids can't go to school, and so the the military spouse has to stay at home and take care of these kids. Military is really, really struggling right now, and they're putting they they're willing to put their lives on the line for us at the drop of a hat. Right. So I definitely wanted to get the step program out there. You can go to. Um, uh, their their website again support the enlisted project and uh, I I really implore people to get involved with it. Yeah, thank you for uh, mentioning that, Danny. Because you know if there's anything that we know in San Diego, there's a big uh, homeless uh, epidemic, and unfortunately, a lot of the homeless people are veterans. You yeah. know, so just to recognize that and be aware of that, and um, any and also just recognize that even military families themselves who are still enlisted um, aren't making the type of income to sustain have a sustainable life over there in San Diego. So so thank you for what you're doing and supporting uh, the step uh, the step. Yeah, the step organization, the support my, the enlisted project. Yes, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm 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 extremely thankful to be involved. Yeah. Well, Danny, wow. I uh, really enjoyed our conversation today. Um, thank you so much for talking to us about San Diego Brokerage and how you focus on authentically caring about your clients and being client forward uh, thinking, which I really, I really like that phrase. It kind of stuck with me. <laughs> um, any, any parting you advice? It, you can use it anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Client forward. I'm going to write it down too as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you say the best things when you're just on the cusp of, you know, talking to someone. So that's a cool thing to write down for so I feel like, you know what, that's a good word that I should use now because I said it on this show <laughs> and Jen kept pointing it out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, Danny, any, any closing thoughts before we go? Uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time and having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I, I know that you're busy. And, um, and so I just, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me from Virginia beach from across the, uh, across the United States. Well, I'm stuck at home. I don't have anything better to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was an absolute pleasure, especially, uh, you know, from someone who served. Thank you for your service. Uh, my husband's a veteran and I'm a gold star daughter. So it's just my heart always goes out to the military community and those who serve uh, or continue to serve even after their service. Sure. Um, all right. Well, Danny, thanks again for my joining pleasure. us. My pleasure. Thank you again for having me. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Danny Davis, the owner and broker of San Diego Diego Brokerage. You can learn more about him and his company at sandiegobrokerage.com. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? 
where we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.